You are now listening to the 10-part theme series on the topic of love. This series is brought to you by the LOV Verbum Day Ministry, in collaboration with the Clifton Diocese. During these conversations, the speaker will share with us what love means, what it is to be a witness of love, how we see God's love, what it means to be loved by God personally, how we show love, how we practice it, and finally, how we can love difficult people. Well, hello and greetings to all of you, brothers and sisters in Christ, who are joining us for this um, time together, a time where we're going to be um, sharing what are the almost the fundamental of, of our Catholic faith, um, which for some people may be, uh, I guess, different. People might have different thoughts about it. But um, the fundamental that we're going to talk about in this series is love. So I am Apollinaire Tundi, and I am the uh, coordinator of the Love Abundé Ministry, which is a ministry that brings people together in prayer, fellowship, and study of the Word of God. Now, through intercessory prayer, meditations, sacred music, we are striving to do one single thing, really getting closer to the Lord in all that we do by reading, praying, and living the daily Word of God and let it transform our lives. Now, we are doing this series in collaboration with the Clifton Diocese, who has uh, kindly accepted to support this project. Now, in today's episode, uh, we are going to be um, sharing and exchanging with uh, Maureen, a mother, a grandmother, and a great-grandmother uh, on the topic of love. Um, and she'll be sharing with us what is her view um, in, a, in a number of little questions, uh, what is love for, for her. Maureen, it's a great pleasure to have you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Arthur. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Um, so do you want to maybe introduce yourself to our uh, viewers and listeners who would be uh, joining us during this time together? Right, okay. Um, I'm Maureen, uh, retired, used to used to teach IT. Um, and when we retired, my husband and I moved to a place called Newton the Willows, which is halfway between Manchester and Liverpool. So we're in the Merseyside Diocese. Um, my local church is St. Mary and St. John, where I try to go to daily mass. But on a Sunday, I go into Liverpool um, and uh, for the Latin mass. I've, since COVID, I've grown to love the Latin mass, mm -hmm. the reverence and the traditional. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. No, thank you very much for taking that time, Maureen. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll just fire away with the, 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 the easy first question, really, which is all about this series. Um, in your opinion, what, you know, what is love for you, Maureen? You know, what, what's, how would you define love? Uh, love for me is God. And we read in 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, that God is love. So for me, love is, love is God. Unfortunately, in the English language, there's only one word for love. Or So we say we love God, but we also say we love a cup of tea or we love a film star or whatever. But when Jesus asked Peter, he asked him three times, do you love me? Um, there's a different word used in the Greek for love each time, showing the depth of the type of love he was asking Peter for. But we don't have that depth of language in English, so it's harder to express what love actually is for us. 
We know God loves us and he has no favorites. We are made in his image and likeness, therefore we are made to love. And that's the purpose of our existence, to love as our creator loves and to love without exception. No, oh, yeah, thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I think this is a beautiful answer and I can also relate to what you're saying here, Asma, how much love is important. It's almost part of us, who we are. Now, um, I guess a question that may come then after that might be, I mean, as much as we've been created in love, for love, um, I guess we are almost on a mission, you know, to to be able to witness that love, um, you know, where we where we are. So, um, you know, how, how do you then, where you are, uh, are witness of that love for people around you? Our family, friends, acquaintances are all put in our path for a reason. And it's important to witness love to all of them without exception if we are to reflect God's love for them. Um, it's even more important to witness love to those who do not yet know the love of God. Otherwise, we could give them a distorted vision of God. Prayer keeps us close to God and therefore it's important to pray constantly without ceasing which is difficult to do. But I found in the last few years that the writings of Louisa Perasa have helped me with this. Many of her writings have already been approved by the church and we are awaiting the approval now of her 36 volumes that she wrote, which our Lord explains how important it is, it is to learn to live in the divine will. It's important for the times we're living in if we do this, then it is possible to love with the same love as God, both for our neighbor and God. Without the gift of divine will, we can only love at a human level, and we cannot love continuously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're mentioning the divine will. I mean, um, maybe our you know, viewers and listeners might not be aware of it. I mean, how, how did you hear about it and, and the divine will? Could you maybe in a nutshell explain, you know, maybe if, what, what it is? In your own terms, yeah. Um, well, I learned about it a few years ago and I started going on retreats with um, Tony Hickey, who is based in Manchester but travels all over the world to talk about divine will. Hmm. There's also um, Father Ian Uzi, who is Italian, and he did his thesis on Luisa Picarata and translated all of her works hmm. into Italian. Um, and because she, she had a, a local dialect that very few people could understand. Mm. Um, so he was able to translate all of her works. Um, if people want to know more about divine will, I think and the easiest way is either to go onto Francis Hogan's website. Um, Francis Hogan, as you may know, is a biblical scholar. She's appeared on EW2N year, for years. Um, she's the only person I think who's actually um, spoken on all the books in the Bible on EWTN. Okay. Um, but she now devotes herself to talking about living in the divine will. Um, it's important for our time because, um, well, for me, there's three parts of of our of human life. There's the first part, which is the uh, creation, which we associate more with God the Father. Um, and so um, we have Adam up until the time of Jesus is the, the first part. 
Um, and um, unfortunately, Adam did live in Dubai. Happy world where there was no pain, no childbirth, uh, no death. He understood everything in creation. Um, and he walked with God. We know that he walked with God in, in, in the afternoons. And all was well until he sinned. And then he fell out of divine will. Mm-hmm. And then we had the second part of um, human creation, where we have the uh, era of um, redemption, which is from Christ up to our present time. Mm-hmm. And we're about to enter the third part, which is the era of sanctification which we associate mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So we're about to enter a time where we go back to how it was in Adam's time, mm-hmm. where everybody understands and believes in God, and we live um, happily together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. we're reaching the end times now, and about to enter a new era, sometimes called um, the era of one fold, one shepherd, or um, our ladies era given different 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 beautiful but we can live in divine world now before that's happened uh-huh okay and uh, that's yeah. that's that's something that i i was just you know thinking about as you were speaking it's uh, i guess living in that divine will i guess is a is a great vector for all of us to um maybe to to be more aware of you know where where that that love of god is so um, you know, in your, you know, where you are again, and living, trying to live in that divine will, which is what I, I guess we all have internally as a, as a, an, inspi- an inspiration to do when we are trying to get closer to the Lord. Where, where do you see, you know, the the love of God? That that you know, that is something that I guess you 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 probably inspire to 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 follow along every every day or i guess for for the for for all our life where where in in your opinion where do you see that that love of god nowadays again through the writings of louisa picarata i've become more aware of how to love god in the beauty of his creation (laughs) and to offer the beauty of his of his creation back to him jesus taught louisa how to place her i love yous on every petal every beam of sunshine on every blade of grass, on every breath that we take, every heartbeat, on every planet and every universe that he created. It's only through the gift of divine will that we're able to to love as God loves, because God's love is infinite, perfect, and eternal. Our human love is finite because one day we will die. It's imperfect as we're all sinners. But by the gift of divine will, we forsake our human will, and in return, we receive the gift of divine will, which enables us to love infinitely, perfectly, and eternally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I do as well pick up to what you just said here. You know, to to love at to love as God's love. Yeah. It's uh, it's probably the ultimate goal of our life. Ultimately, is to. Again, you know, following the divine will, you know, of God, that we may be all one. And I'm going back to what, you know, you were referring to about St. John in his gospel, you know, to be one. May, may they all be one, almost all one in that love. Now, um, you know, thinking about to love God as, as he loves us. Now, in, in, in what, what does that mean? What, what does God's love mean to you in that sense? You know, what, how, would you, um, how would you describe, you know, the, 
the love of God um, to you personally. Yeah. It's probably taken me a lifetime to realize that the only thing that matters is God's love. <laughs> Through God's love, I exist. The world exists. My family exists. And only through the love of God. Love is the only thing that we will endure after everything else passes by. The only thing we can do to thank God for his love is to try to return his love in some way. The problem is because we are sinners and human, we can never hope to show anything near the love of God for me. We need to give to God on a scale due to God all that is due to God. This is impossible without God's help. And for me, it's like a little child who knows that the father's birthday is soon and she wants to buy him a present, but she has no money. So she asks her daddy for some money. The daddy knows what's in the child's mind and gives her the money so she can then buy the present to give back to him. He doesn't say to the child, you're only giving me what I've already given to you. No, he's seen that his daughter wants to give something special, but she has nothing of her own. And so he gives it to her. And this is the same with divine will. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we have that has not been given to us by God is our human will. That's the only thing we can give him. Everything else he's given to us. Once we hand over to God, that's our human will. Then he can make us the person he created us to be. And we can then love God with the same love he loves us. We cannot do it on our own. Mm. Yeah, no. It's very deep. <laughs> it really is. Sorry, all you're, saying, all you're saying is very much deep. And I, I, you know, I hope our you know, viewers and listeners are also trying to process all of that. And, uh, you know, uh, even see the, 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 the some lot of food for thoughts here you know to watch from what you're saying it's uh, beautiful no thank you very much for sharing all of that maureen um it's well, um it is it is very deep um but it is also very simple uh -huh. you know uh -huh. jesus said to louisa you you only have to desire it mm. and i do all the work he's mm -hmm. done all the work but mm -hmm. if we desire to give him our will then we're giving him the permission to act within us yeah. and he then uh, he's then able to act freely within us mm -hmm. to become the person he created us to be yeah yeah we're meant and to that be. person is, is love basically is yeah. to love yourself love others and love god and it's yeah. all about that it's all about love yeah. Yeah. so we yeah. need to hand over the pebble of our human will once we hand over the pebble of our human will to god yeah then we give them we give them the only thing we can give them mm -hmm. ourselves mm -hmm. yeah no 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 yeah it's uh, i like what you're saying here about the fact that it's um it's deep and i guess people might think you know that sounds very very much spiritual and and very almost trying to intellect the whole thing but it could come down to something very simple i think because um ultimately we are we we, we are human beings so we are in our bodies the manifestation of that love of god um, you know, to our to our brothers and sisters, you know, where we all are, you know, with our families, our friends, relatives, colleagues. Now, a question that you know some of our you know, people here might might be wondering is, how do you, Maureen, you know, show love to 
um, the people around you. And and in and in the reciproc reciprocity here, you know, how do other people show love to you? You know, how 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 do you see it? You know, um, always in, uh, in, again in line with um, that, uh, that that love that we have to share. You know, how do you see it? Hmm. Well, when people have your best interests at heart and you have their best interests, that's showing love. Mm -hmm. We become a reflection of God's own love. Mm -hmm. St. Therese of Lisieux used to do little acts, but because they were done with great love, they became great acts. Mm -hmm. yeah. For example, picking up a pin from the floor, if done in love and offered to God, God becomes a great act. Therefore, everything that we do should be showing love to God and love to other people. We can only do this if we're close to God. And it's important if you want to live in divine will that you have to be in a state of grace because you're actually asking to fuse with God and God cannot fuse with a simple person. So if, you, if you're aware that you might have offended God, you ask him to forgive you and then you're able to enter back into divine will. Obviously, if you've committed a mortal sin, you need to go to confession. So, um, so. So we need to be close to God and to be in a state of grace. If we are, then Jesus allows us to offer him everything, even our heartbeats, our breaths, our smiles, our words, thoughts, everything, absolutely everything becomes a divine will act. Um, so everything is transformed into divine will acts. If I have a problem or an illness people show love to me by looking after me talking to me maybe doing shopping or something like that and i should do the same for them as a man i could this is how we show love in action we pray for each other and that's a great act of love but what about those who don't have anyone to pray for them what about the souls in purgatory who can't pray for themselves mm -hmm. um what about people who've already died or people yet to be born because God lives, God doesn't live in time, God lives in the present. And so we should be loving in the present, but we should love, God wants us to love everybody, past, present and future, everybody from Adam to the last person who will be created. Nobody is exempt from God's love and shouldn't be, we shouldn't exempt them, we should love everybody as well. We cannot love everyone and with the same love God has for each of us without the gift of divine will. This gift is so important. Um, there have been examples in the past, for example, St. Catherine of Siena. She had mystical marriage with our Lord and other great saints have had mystical marriage. But Louisa had four mystical marriages with our Lord. And that was because our Lord wanted to show people this is something different, this is something important, and this is for now. Um, and he said that when enough divine will acts are done, then we will enter the new era, and you know, mm -hmm. things will be a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. So the gift enables us to love everyone and to give to God, to give to God on a scale due to God, which is infinite, perfect, and eternal, Love, adoration, praise, thanksgiving, honor, glory, and reparation on behalf of the human race. Mm -hmm. We cannot do reparation in heaven 
or purgatory. We can only do reparation while we're on earth. So it's important to do these acts mm -hmm. while we can. We to give can. to God what is due to God on a scale due to God. Yeah, beautiful. Well, what you're saying here does resonate because, uh, you know, picking up to what you said about love, uh, God is in the present, you know, God is in the present moment. It does remind me what St. Augustine said, you know, about past, yeah, does not exist, future is not there yet. Um, God is in the present. God loves us now and he wants us to... Um, and he wants us to love him back. He, all, he, all he's asking is, he's a beggar. He's a beggar for our, for our love. And, um, and, and, and I think that that love that we, we have within us is, is greater than what we can even think about. And now, now uh, some people might say, oh, yeah, yeah what, what do you mean by love? You know, how can I love you know, other people? How can I put that love into practice you know, today? It's a question that I guess some, some people might be wondering these days, you know, and you gave a good example with St. Therese of, of Lisieux, the little flower that said that everything can be done with love. Just do the, the smallest of act, as long as it's done with, in love, is, is an offering, is an offering to the Lord. Um, so now, yeah, let's, let's be a bit more practical here. You know, how, how would you then practice love? How would you put that love that we have within us, you know, that, that sheer love that comes from God because we are created by, uh, by God who is love and loves us, wants us to be united with him. How would you put that love, you know, into practice? How can you practically love, you know? Yeah, how would you do? How, 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 how would you do that? Yeah. Well, we're all asked to pray for others in need. Um, this is how we put love into practice, by praying for those we know and love and for those we don't know. So, for example, we may be asked to pray for someone who has cancer um, and out of charity we must do this. Mm. However, what about all those other people who don't have anyone to pray for them, um, but they've also got cancer? By trying to live in divine will, it's possible to pray for everybody, um, past, present, and future. So you don't exclude anybody. God doesn't exclude anybody, and we shouldn't exclude anybody. It's all right to pray for somebody individually, but we must always bear in mind God, God doesn't have favorites, and we shouldn't have favorites, not even our own family. We should try and pray the way God prays, which is to love all people um and and to, to love with all our hearts um so we need to learn to pray for all people who've got cancer past presence and those yet to be born they are all known to god and all loved by god and they're all our brothers and sisters in christ jesus told louisa that she was the first person to be given the gift of divine will the only exception was his own mother, Mary, because she was born without original sin. Therefore, she lived in divine will, just as Adam and Eve did when they were born. They lived in divine will until they sinned. So, but, but Louisa is the first person who was conceived in sin, with original sin, to be given this gift, which is now available to all of us. So... Jesus explains to her that if she accepted the gift, she would be able to bilocate to any time, past, present, and future, to pray for everybody in need. And this is how God loves. He doesn't favor one person over another or over one century. Um, he has no favorites. And we should show the same great depth of love that Christ has for each one of us by praying for all souls, past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, no, I. What you're saying here does resonate because it's it's that sort of uh, awareness of you're right of the past, the present, and the future. Because we we're only here for a certain amount of time to do the best we can with the talents and gifts that we have received. So in a, in in a sense, all those gifts and talent has to be they have to be um, you know in, in a way uh, used for the right purposes, which is ultimately to glorify God in all that we do. And all our doings are all about, you know, doing things in love, for love, with love. So, what? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a great. I like what you're saying about that awareness of past, present, and future. Because yeah, God is God. God is not in time. You know, he's he's obviously beyond time, and he sees he sees us, and he sees our ancestors, and he sees the people who are going to come after come after us. Uh, and it's that awareness of knowing that our actions today when they are done in love may have fruits in the future so um it's it's we we have a great i guess we have a great whole role in history if you think about it this way whatever we're doing today in love will bear the fruits that are meant to be you know in a way bore by 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 god in its in its but it's in its very own time uh, and it's um yeah it's beautiful to think about it that way because he he sort of brings the the responsibility that we have today in what we do for the next generation because we have received you know in in legacy uh, you know in, in in faith that great gift of love from our parents from our relatives our um friends our you know fellow parishioners the people we have met we we have received that great gift of passing on passing on that great uh, gift of love coming from god now, um, as everything goes, you know, uh, uh, things are not easy sometimes. And as much as we want to be, you know, all um, merry and jolly about everything, uh, uh, sometimes it can be challenging to um, to love, to love, try or trying to love everybody. Um, but I, I, I guess ultimately we, that's what we are called to do. And I think you said that earlier on, Maureen. You said uh, we have to love everybody. Everybody needs to be loved. Now the question is now, you know, how can we love then difficult people when the time comes when you're you're facing challenges and difficulties with certain type of people how yeah how can we love difficult people oh, well well christ loves difficult people and we can all be difficult can't we and <laughs> sure. my family could testify to that yes me too um, yep <laughs> we still want to be loved by god and our families so it's important we see all people through the eyes of christ again going back to saint therese of azure she used to go out of her way to mix with some of the nuns in her convent who were difficult and she'd spend so much time with them and be so patient with them that these nuns thought that she spent time with them because they were so lovely um and that's how we should be i think with difficult people to see them through the eyes of christ to try to understand why they are difficult mm. each person has a story don't they and mm. so that's it to try to try to do everything through the eyes of christ um as saint therese tried to do mm. Mm. yeah beautiful no yeah I, I yeah i do i do yeah hear what you're saying here it's, it's so yeah it can be difficult at times but we can as you say with that you know with the divine will if and only if we desire it i think that's the main thing we need to desire that's what you only have to desire it 
And this yeah. is this is goes back to what I said about the, the child wanting to give the, the father yes. a gift. Yes. She doesn't have anything. We don't have anything. No. Um, but Jesus wants us so much to do this because what we can, because since we've come out of divine will after Adam, we can no longer do anything on a divine level. Everything we do, I mean, Christ, I'm paraphrasing now, but Christ said to Louisa at one point, remember, he spoke a lot to her in 36 volumes. Um, but one of the things he said to her is, you've got the greatest saints that, you know, you, you can be fasting and praying and whipping yourself and doing everything for love of God. But one act done in the divine will is worth far more than all of that, a lifetime mm -hmm. of fasting and prayer. Yeah. Because one act done in the divine will is a divine act. We can never do anything divine. Mm -hmm. Everything we do is human, a very human level. And that's not what God wants of us. He, he didn't create us to be hu the human level. He created us to be mm -hmm. a divine being in his image and likeness. Yeah. And so this is what we're about to to go into in the new era, mm -hmm. all of us living in divine will, and it will be a much more peaceful um, place because everybody will understand uh, how much God loves us and how much we must love each other and God, God as well, obviously. Mm. So yeah, no. God is the priority, but, but um, with no exceptions, you know, you don't just pray for the people you know them the last person to be created and you don't exclude anyone god mm -hmm. doesn't exclude anyone and we shouldn't exclude anyone we shouldn't we shouldn't so, yeah i'm and just in a, in a nutshell that's just a nutshell yeah no no yeah no i what what you said you know that did remind me about you know what Temple said you know i may have got all the knowledge in the world i may you know know and i've done all the greatest thing if i if I don't do them with love, then it's worth nothing. And it's exactly, again, yeah, in line with that, isn't it? Yeah. It's exactly that. It's exactly. And I'm a great, mm. it's, uh, I'm a great lover of um, St. Louis Marie de Montfort, you know, mm. and because and, and, I, I went to La Suggest schools and, and it's, we were taught. But St. Louis Marie de Montfort, um, he did say, that in the end times, which we're living in now, in the end times, that the um, the saints will, that the saints in the end times will be like huge trees compared to the bushes of the saints in the past. Mm. Now, if you think of some of the great saints, like St. Louis Marie de Montfort and all the other wonderful great saints, yeah. how can um, people in our time be much better than them? And we can't. The only way we can become better saints than those in the past is through God allowing us to live in yeah. the divine will. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And that's how, you know, and, and when enough people are, we'll, we'll see peace in the world mm -hmm. and the Immaculate Heart of Mary will triumph. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got we, we've got the weapons, you know, we've got the weapons in our in our hands, you know, we've uh, you know, daily prayer with the, the rosary and, you know, all, all, all the divine mercy chaplets and all, all those forms of prayers are, I think, really, really are the weapons to encourage and to, to, to get into that, that, that 
you know, warfare that we are in, and um, the world exactly. would be, yeah. I'm, 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 exactly, and I'm, I'm the, the greatest prayer in the world mm. is the Our Father, yes. because the Our Father is, is Christ's own words, and in the Our Father, Jesus placed his promise to us now, yep. thy will be, done. will be done on earth as it Absolutely. is in heaven. You know, yep. And so every Christian prays that prayer. And this is how we're going to bring the divine will mm -hmm. to live on the earth as it is in heaven. heaven. That's, not a that's not a promise for some future in the dead. No, no, no. It's, it's for now. now. It's that's for now. Christ wants to yep. live in divine will now. And when that happens, there will yeah, be yeah. no more war, no more sickness. You know, yes, that's exactly. what we should be aiming. Yeah. That's what we should be trying to. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I. So probably. Yeah. Um, if you ask me what is the greatest prayer, the greatest prayer I would have to say yes. is the Our Father. Our Father, Our Father, beautiful. And I, yeah, I, I, oh gosh, yeah, exactly. And this is why, you know, praying with our Blessed Mother is so important because, as you said in yourself, she's the one that has been living in that divine will because of her being the Immaculate Conception. So in, in her, yes, to the will of God, you know, thy will be done to me according to thy word. It's it's an explosion of that, um, you know, entering into the world of that ultimate yes that we are all asked to say throughout our life, as she did, you know, saying yes to the will of the Father in our life, which will bring love to all our brothers and sisters where we are. I think it's, uh, it, but it's our responsibility now to say yes. And as you say, to desire to say that, yes, it may be difficult at time. It may be difficult even when it comes to facing other people, but we have to keep on striving to say yes. To the, I think St. Augustine said, yeah, the desire of prayer is already prayer. The desire of prayer is already prayer. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Maureen, thank you so much for sharing thank that you, time, time with me here. Um, I, suggest, I, I, I suggest to conclude this time together that we say um, your favorite prayer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so let's just say the Our Father together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy will, thy will be done, be done on, earth, on earth as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Give us this day give our, us daily this bread. Day our daily bread, forgive us our and forgive us our trespasses as we Forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not and into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you ever so much, Maureen, for uh, this Thank great you, sharing. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. The Love Urban Day Ministry hopes that you have enjoyed, be inspired by, and will share the only thing that will be asked of us at the end of our lives. As St. John of the Cross said, in the evening of our life we will be judged on love alone. If you have any query or any of your prayer intentions, please email them to us using the following email address. L-O-V, that's capital L-O-V, underscore verbum day at outlook.com. If this episode has enlightened you or touched you in any way, please share it with your relatives, friends, community, and your social media. We shall see you next week.
with our next speaker.